Welcome to the Grant Writing and Funding Podcast, where it's all about, you guessed it, grant writing and funding made easy so you can increase capacity, grow funding, and advance your nonprofit or freelance mission. Now, let's hand it over to your host, grants expert and author Holly Rustic, so you can increase your funding and drive impact. Changemaker, Holly Rustic here with Grant Writing and Funding. Thank you so much for stopping by today. And I help changemakers grow capacity, increase funding, and to advance mission. And who is a changemaker? Well, that's you. <laughs> so you are probably here if you're an aspiring freelance grant writer or nonprofit consultant, or maybe you already are one and you're looking to increase your skills, or maybe you're an executive director, a development coordinator, or a volunteer working on a board of directors, or even a university student studying the nonprofit arena. If you have anything to do with nonprofits, you are a change maker. So how will this podcast help you? Well, I teach each week on different types of methods and short activities that you can easily implement to increase funding, right? We do a lot on grant writing, grant research strategies, and diverse funding streams such as fundraisers, marketing, etc. And I also have experts come on the show from time to time to share with you all of what they do in their day-to-day lives and to share their stories so you can see that these types of techniques actually work and you can see the impact that they have. And of course, a lot of my experts also like to give you some freebies, so that's a lot of fun. All right, guys, so what do we got today for you? Today we have an expert interview, woohoo! <laughs> All right, we have Ms. Tawanda Ellis, who is the owner and principal consultant of DNA 360 Consulting and Mirror Mom 360. She is absolutely amazing, and she opened her freelance consultancy back in 2017 and has gained over 25 clients, and, and that has been through no marketing or advertising, all through word of mouth. She has also helped raise over $2 million. How she has gotten there is through the strategy that she developed called the Write It Out Method. And she also has that as a free downloadable for you. So if you're anxious and you want to jump over to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash 139, you can get that free downloadable right there. All right, so she is going to tell her amazing story. And I just want a little tweak, tweak. She's got a little, uh, she worked with Steve Harvey. Like, she's amazing. (laughs) This lady is great. So anyways, you're going to hear all about her story and also about another technique she teaches, which I am totally implementing for my daughter and myself, especially during COVID times. And I am just going to leave it at that so you can hear what that technique is and see if it will work for you. All right, guys, thanks again for stopping by. And if you love these podcasts, please do leave a review on iTunes as that helps other people find the podcast. And I love reading each and every one of those reviews. Enjoy the show. Hello, hello, hello. This is Holly Rustic with Grant Writing and Funding. And I'm here to help you grow capacity, increase funding, and to advance mission. And I'm super excited today on my show, I have Tawanda Ellis. And Tawanda, hey, Cassandra, shout out here. I'm super excited. That Hello. <laughs> so 
and we recently just got connected actually through a mutual colleague, Dr. Beverly Browning, uh, author of Grant Writing for Dummies. So just a shout out there for you, Dr. Beverly, listening. Um, yeah, so thank you for uh, connecting us. And, you know, it's really cool. I love LinkedIn. That was one of the places that we connected on and one of yeah. the, my favorite places right now on social media, quite honestly. Um, such a great place to meet other professionals. I've met so many people that have come on mm -hmm. the show and developed relationships. So thanks so much for reaching out to me. Yeah. yeah, thank you so much for responding. Of course, of course. So I responded because, you know, she said, hey, I know I know you from Dr. Beth and here's who I am. So who she is, I'm going to read you just now so I can introduce my guest. Um, Tawanda Ellis is owner and principal consultant of DNA 360 Consulting and Mirror Mom. It's a really cool thing. So I was like, oh man, we're going to talk about her, both of her companies in a little bit more detail today. But just to give you a sneak peek, um, she has started DNA Consulting because she she loves helping nonprofits make a bigger impact in their community. And she's a minority owned business that trains government agencies, startup nonprofits and more. And I love this because she kind of threw this out at me. And since 2017, she's gained more than 25 clients. So she's been in the freelance mm. grant writing uh, world for a few years now. And I thought, man, a lot of you guys who come to me are newbies or thinking about transitioning. And I thought, man, she's she's been in for three years so she can really share some of her experience. But it's not like she's been mm. doing this for 30 years where it's so, you know, yeah far away from where many of you are. So I thought, mm -hmm. yes, please come on the show. So, um, and she's done no marketing or advertise to get those clients. So we're gonna kind of dive deep to figure out how she did it. And her referrals were all <laughs> word of mouth. She's helped raise over $2 million in grant funding yeah. and other types of nonprofit yeah. assistance. And she served in, so I'd like to give her even bigger background so you guys can really hear, you know, she just didn't come in with no experience. She also came in with multiple managerial roles to include executive director, where she coordinated and directed the flow of 1,300 plus volunteers and helped to feed over 18,000 families, which is amazing. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Like, yeah. And um, that's one of the most sought out city outre outreaches that they have called Feed the City. Um, and she also has skills in grant writing, team building, volunteer training, and something really, really cool. I love this little fact about you, which is awesome, is that um, because of your, your commitment and your passion and your volunteerism, you had the opportunity to serve at the Steve Harvey's mentoring camp. Yeah. I was like, boom, <laughs> that's awesome. So anyways, you guys definitely check her out at www.dnac360.com. But we're, before we you even go there, please listen to our conversation today. I'm super excited about it, as you can see. That's why she has all these really cool, interesting things about her that she's going to share with us. So I'm super excited you're on the show. So welcome again, Tawanda. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, before we get started, or as we start to get started here, what I really like to ask my guests a lot of time is just to share some of their background of why they got into doing what they do, because we all bring with us an interesting story. And I just love hearing the stories. And I know the listeners out there love to hear kind of this story of, you know, because sometimes it resonates with why they started doing what they're doing. So can you please share with us like why, what your heart, you know, or mind kind of avail to towards the fundraising and grant writing world? Absolutely. So um, probably 20 years ago, I was introduced to the grant writing world and the contract world. And so um was working for a nurse that worked on base. She contract, she did contracts for 
uh, nurses. She would contract nurses for the base. And so she said, um, I need you to be my business consultant. And I said, okay. And I was young, 22, 23 years old. And I was like, what is this about grants? Why <laughs> all of this about grants and contracts? What, what, what? So I, she started sending me to classes, to GSA training and um, all those different classes. Um, you know, I just kind of took them away and I was like, this is not what I want to do. I don't even know why she thinks I can do this or whatever. And so as time escalated, um, fast forward, that is, um, I start working as a director of operations for another company and they sent me to contracting and grant writing classes. And I was like, what is up with this? Here it is again. So I just kind of over the years have kept myself in the know and started helping people write and get themselves ready to write a grant because the most important thing is everybody wants a grant, but you have to prepare for that grant. That's so right. that's kind of a little gist of where I am with um, how I started. Oh, I love that. So as far as like knowing when, you know, where that transition is, right, from from being in the grant world, you know, volunteering or working at a nonprofit, working for an organization to say, okay, now I, I want to start my own. I want to freelance. Like, what was that? Why did you make that decision? Well, I've always ran other people's companies. And I was like, why am I continuously doing this? And so one of my good friends, she's a government contract guru, and she was like, why are you not doing this on your own? You're just always helping other people. Sometimes I was like doing things for free for them, and she was like, no, you are free out. That's it. You need to start charging. <laughs> and so she's a, <laughs> she's a big mentor in my life here still today. We've been, you know, friends for a long time, and I, I realized, I was like, that's true. I'm doing everything for everybody else. But what about me? And Holly, honestly, that's life. You know, sometimes as a mother, you're just always doing, doing, doing. And then you realize, what about myself? And so mm -hmm. I caught myself and I was like, okay, I'm going on. And I just started. I just started doing the research and started. And I was already doing the work. So mm -hmm. all I had to do was put it on paper. Yeah, it sounds like it. It sounds like you just had to figure out then, okay, how do I turn this into a proposal? What do I charge? All of those fun questions. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So going back to that, I mean, it sounds like it was a pretty easy transition for you. It sounds like you already had leads and you had, you know, a ability to get clients. Um, but mm -hmm. at, what was the hardest part? Like, what was your biggest challenge in kind of that transition? Well, at first, I thought, how am I going to get people to buy into I write grants? I help nonprofits. How? And so I think my track record of working in the banking industry, of hosting trainings at a very, very young age, working as a business consultant, I think that opened the door for me. I ran for office, um, for school board, because nice. I have a huge heart for uh-huh. I have a huge heart for children and education. And so um, my network just kind of started growing, growing, growing. And then from time to time, people would call me and say, hey, we need somebody uh, to help this nonprofit. They're in a crisis. And so they literally started calling me the nonprofit crisis lady. And I thought, this is crazy. But literally, 
And this is going to just blow your mind because it still blows my mind today. I literally, the nonprofit that I did for feeding families, the lady uh, contacted me and she was like, hey, it's your turn. And I was like, my turn for what? She said, it's time for you to take the lead on this um, nonprofit to be the ED. And I was like, are you kidding me? And I literally had two months to get a golf tournament, basketball tournament, T-shirt drive, pancake drive, raise funds, and get oh, yeah. all this stuff up off the ground in two months. And I had to create a board. Oh, and it was man. a powerful board. People in the community, I mean, it was amazing. And so now I still look back over that, and I'm like, who did that? Like, I literally was driving U-Hauls. I was making it happen. <laughs> So were you doing that when you were, op- when, was that a part of your consultancy to be an ED for a period of time or was that before you started or, you know, how did that work? It, it was kind of simultaneously. Mm-hmm. I did the, I seen the work that I had done with the ED. And so then that's when I was like, okay, this is it. This right here is really what showed me. You are capable of doing this. You did this in two months in it. And she said it normally takes me an entire year to get all of this stuff together. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's, that's awesome. It really is. And, you know, that's part of too, is what we do as consultants. You know, a lot of times people come to me and yes, Mm -hmm. I teach grant writing, but I have to always say I teach diversified fund, you know, revenues too, because when nonprofits come to you, it's not only for grant writing. You don't have to just stay in that lane, right? Like there's Mm -hmm. so much that is a part of grant writing. Like you said at the beginning, becoming grant ready. So even doing a, you know, nonprofit organizational audit, you know, built, helping build up mm-hmm. a board, doing board training, fundraising. Those right. are all things that are parallel, right? That can overlap mm-hmm. sometimes even um, into mm-hmm. grant writing right. or helping when the grant, you know, maybe the season's a little low, right? And a, and a fiscal year mm-hmm. before the new kind of things are announced, you can help them get ready then, right? Or while they're waiting for right. replies. So I really, mm-hmm. I love that. And I, and it's also, mm-hmm. you got to jump in the frying pan sometimes, right? <laughs> Oh, I mean, <laughs> you learn like that. <laughs> I literally didn't get sleep several nights. And so my mom would say, so you're feeding everybody else. What about your boys? Did they eat? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So with that, we know like, you know, and I've heard a lot, life isn't a balance, it's an alignment or a harmony because we know sometimes we push, mm-hmm. right. But we yeah. know that we got to come back from that. So how do you like rebalance when you are pushing that hard and then you have to come back to kind of like stabilize yourself, you know? Well, I think, Uh, What happens is like a whole series of events will have taken place, like the golf tournament, basketball tournament, t-shirt drive, pancake drive. And then I realized like, oh my goodness, I lost myself getting all that done. And so it's just like, who did all of that? But I think I've learned how to cope with, hey, just keep going, keep going, keep going, because I don't know what it is to stop. It's like one project after another comes at me. People will call me and say, hey, they need somebody tomorrow. And I'm like, tomorrow? And so I already know, Holly, that's my space is I can go in and not fret, but just get it done. So, yes, Um, I still think sometimes that I don't realize the value of making sure I take a vacation or take a Mm -hmm. break um, because 
uh, all my friends, uh, they just recently all went to the beach. Like, when am I going to the beach? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that is that so, something you have to kind of, you find yourself needing to schedule for and to really be conscious about doing? Absolutely, yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I find that with a lot of freelancers, we're very A-driven type personalities, a lot of us. And mm -hmm. it's hard mm -hmm. for us to realize, you know, we're so goal-driven that once you finish a goal, what's the next goal? And sometimes the goal is right. what? It's it's a staycation. <laughs> That's what the goal right. is. Yeah. <laughs> right. I absolutely agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So an, an, another hat that you wear, like I was mentioning was, you know, your, your mere mom. So can you talk about that a little bit? Cause that's really interesting to me. You know, I'm a single mom. I share that. I'm very honest and transparent about that with my listeners. And, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. I work with a lot of um, other single moms or just moms that are balancing, mm -hmm. you know, a lot, right. Especially now today. Yeah. Um, so right. can you, can you yeah. talk about like what you do in that space? So um, I realized that uh, as um, my son, uh, dad, and I separated, uh, I lost myself. And I, I started, and, and what I mean by that is I, I lost myself and what life had for me because I was so focused on my boys and making sure life happened for them. Mm -hmm. And so I, I started thinking and it came up to, um, you should create a foundation and 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 the reason that I called it mirror mom or I'm calling it mirror mom is because oftentimes Holly we're just going 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 and we look in the mirror but we don't look in the mirror at what's in the inside what are we dealing with we look to check our lipstick we look to check our hair we look to see if all the outer parts are okay but how are we mentally, how are we internally with dealing with life and dealing with taking care of our um, children and, and, and even ourselves and our family overall? So that's one of the things that I, um, you know, I named it Mirror Mom because that's it. I want to help other moms make life better and reflect not just keep going, keep going, keep going mm -hmm. and looking in the mirror at your lipstick. But what about your inside? What about your mental part? You know, what, what are you doing to make sure that you're staying sane? Yeah. And, um, the 360 part, of course, my, um, consulting company is DNA 360. And what we do is we come in, um, DNA 360, we come into the organization and help you make a 360 turnaround for the better. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, I was like, I love 360. So I tagged that on to Mirror Mom. And so my goal is to come in and help mothers and even single fathers bring yourself back around that 360 degree turnaround, whether it's in your finances, whether it's in mental capacity, whether it's in, um, you know, hey, what are we doing in our business? So yeah. just um, that was one of my goals is to help, you know, I've endured and went through so many different things with my boys from, you know, dealing with PTSD because my son's father had PTSD and my mm -hmm. son left at 17 to go live with his dad. And so I think he kind of, you know, endured some of that as well. You know, of course, PTSD is not hereditary, but because of the environment, I know he went through some traumatic situations. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
So that's really interesting. I like I like the part of um, introspection, you know, and and that reflection. And I think that's so like you know it's so important to have some kind of grounding, right? As mm-hmm. all these things are happening, and and we, mm-hmm. as we see it even just during this pandemic, you know, it's it's really important mm-hmm. to to know who you are and to spend the time, right, to be able to. Right. Do that. So I really like that. Is are there certain tools that you teach or methods that you can share with us on how to become mm-hmm. more introspective or reflective? Well, one of my favorite things, and I started this um, probably ten years ago, and I, I know you and I were talking, and I really haven't marketed Mirror Mom three hundred and sixty a lot because I'm really focusing a lot on DNA three hundred and sixty, but I'm working behind the scenes on um, a product line. And one of the things that helped me, Holly, through this is um, I would call it a 30-minute window because I I was a teacher at one time. And, you know, teaching is mental. And you have to really sit down and put yourself in place and start thinking, you know, cool down, calm down, get your mental focus right. So I called it the 30-minute window. And so that was a time where my boys, myself, uh, we would go to our areas in the house and no cell phone. We couldn't talk to each other. We would just literally be in a 30 minute window. We give ourselves 30 minutes. We don't talk. We just sit and relax. And sometimes I would burn my candle. Sometimes I would just sit with my, you know, aromatherapy on, um, pot on, and that was it. And so my boys, they also cultivated their own 30-minute window as well. Mm -hmm. And so it's so funny because, like I said, that was 10 years ago. So now my, 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 my baby boy, he's 17. And so probably about a year or so ago, he's like, I'm in my 30-minute window. And I thought, wow, he still remembers that. So (laughs) that was something that up with them and I realized even during COVID-19 I'm really getting ready to you know put that marketing strategy out there for mothers because I know you know day to day we go through things but definitely while COVID-19 is out there we're going through right now you know so I, I want to put that out there for them to help them mentally Oh, I love that. Stay in a great place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that could be, I could totally see how that'd be useful. I mean, even my daughter and I, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes it's like during the day and how the school's just, it, you mm-hmm. know, the structure is totally different when they're working from home. And it's like, right. you know, we get to the point where I'm like, oh my gosh, the screens have been on too long and I'm freaking out. Yeah. So instead of it being like, ah, you know, turn it all off, <laughs> we just be like, right. let's do a 30 minute window now. Like, I think that might be right. a lot better messaging. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. I'm telling you. And better than a timeout. Like a timeout, so mm-hmm. like just the notion, it's kind of a derogatory kind of feeling to it. So I like that right. 30 minute window or your 30 minute mm-hmm. haven, right? Like let's make it right. a fun, like light the candle, relaxing right. time, right? Right. It's beautiful. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could all benefit from that. So yeah, so now mm-hmm. kind of like switching over and I love that you do that. I love that you started a foundation. I guess just another question on that too that um, I'd have that some of my um, listeners ask me is about starting a foundation, right? Should I start mm-hmm. a foundation? Should I start a nonprofit? Like kind of what's the difference? Mm-hmm. Like, can you kind of speak to mm-hmm. that a little bit since you have a business and a foundation? Mm-hmm. So my foundation, of course, like I said, still marketing, still getting things off the ground. 
But my foundation, a part of it that I want to solely focus on is how do I give back? How do I Mm -hmm. create grants, if you will, or create, um, you know, ways that mothers can gain uh, access to funding or either gain, um, let's say, resources to get them you know I I, I'm very transparent I know at one time I would look at my oil light and it was on for like weeks and it's like Mm. my car is literally going to stop because I didn't have if you will time and money at the time when it was needed so a part of my foundation is having those funds there to help mothers with things like that you know there are so many organizations that help with food, that help with shelter, that help with different things. But what about that oil change that mom needs or those tires that that mother needs? You know, things that are so basic and, 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 you know, simple, but yet I know I struggle with that at Mm -hmm. times. Mm -hmm. And I have a family, you know, but I didn't reach out to them and say, hey, I need four new tires. But Mm -hmm. in a time like COVID-19, I'm sure there are so many moms that are struggling with things of that yeah. nature. Yeah, and anytime, and, and that's a huge gap. And girl, I've been there. <laughs> like I hear you. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, it's it's a hard <laughs> position to be in because mm-hmm. there's not a mm-hmm. lot of support for that, right? It's like, mm-hmm. and, then, yeah. and that's the part where you're like, the poverty mindset can really shift, right? Mm-hmm. If I can just right. get out of this, because mm-hmm. it's like this cycle, the poverty cycle of just mm-hmm. having enough, right. just living paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. But the paycheck to paycheck mm-hmm. doesn't cover the oil change. It doesn't cover cover yeah. the, four, you know what I mean, tires that you're talking about. Like, right. so I mm-hmm. love that. And just to kind of reiterate that foundation then is different than a nonprofit mm-hmm. because it's not reaching out yeah. necessarily asking for grants and funds for a program, but it's actually giving back. Right grants and funds for an audience. Mm -hmm. So I love that you're looking at giving back. I think that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So now to kind of swing into your DNA 360. So now we're looking at your grant writing company, right? So you've been, Mm -hmm. since 2017, you've been off the ground, more than 25 clients, like more than $2 million, Mm -hmm. like, you know, so Mm -hmm. how does that work? Do you have a team you work with? Do you hire people? Is it just you? Like, you know, how do you kind of manage the day to day? Well, I do have a team. I have three other ladies that um, help me get those, you know, resources together, get things going. Uh, I am solely the writer because I love to write. I have um, someone on my team that helps with the budget, but I review everything Mm -hmm. before it goes out anyway. And so um, that's one of the things, you know, as the principal consultant i'm like i let my clients know i am the writer Mm -hmm. so no worries about that you know i have um retired teacher on my uh, team you know she reviews it she's a uh, english major so she reviews my grammar part because that's not necessarily me i can write it and put it on paper but where does that comma go now you know it's been 20 years since you know (laughs) all of that yep yep i got editors girl too (laughs) yep Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, yes. And then I have, so one of the things that I do is when I do, um, I have a 30 minute um, consultation that I do with my clients. And mm-hmm. um, for many years, Holly, I was free, free, free. And so, of course, my mentors, they were like, no more 30 minute free, free, free. So what I did was I started, um, I started, you know, charging a small fee because I've learned that if 
people know that you're serious about what you're doing and they're serious, they're going to invest. So, you know, I get on the call 30 minutes and I normally go past 30 minutes, but I charge a, you know, a small fee and I gather all the information and Mm -hmm. I'll have one of my team leads on the phone with me. And so they're taking the notes and they're typing up everything that we're discussing. And, you know, we might record it and, you know, we go back and as a team, we look at what, the need is for this organization and we do an an analyzation and we go back and give them the feedback and then that's where we see how do we help each other in this process. Mm -hmm. I love that. You know, that's been Mm -hmm. a, I've been advocating for that for a long time. I used to do free, free, free too. (laughs) I think a lot of us start there and, uh, you know, and then I realized sometimes I would have to pay a babysitter because I'm going to meet somebody, right? You know, like sometimes, and then they would ghost me. They wouldn't show up (laughs) because it was free, you know? So it was like, oh, Mm -hmm. and I I actually started getting so many more clients and so, you know, like so many more contracts when I started charging, it's almost like reverse of yeah. what people think in the beginning. But if mm-hmm. you're going to do all of that for free, people aren't going to respect it as much. They're not going to show mm-hmm. up. They're not, then you're going to tell them your price and they're going to say, oh no, I can't do that. And you've already invested a half right. hour with them or an hour with right. them. And they are a right. lead. You know what I mean? Like they're not a lead right. anymore. So um, right. I really experienced exactly what you said. And I and I've also helped, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of my students too with that too, is like they're mm-hmm. saying, you know, waking up at four in the morning doing these discovery calls for free, you know, and they're doing like 20 a day and like not, not getting any bites. And I'm like, start charging. You will decrease yeah. your time that you're doing that for right. one. You're gonna um, automatically vet people coming in the door, right? just because mm-hmm. of your price. And uh, one right. of the things that I did though, as I started saying, okay, but if you go with a package with me, I will roll the price right. like that, right? So then so there's right. some of that, mm-hmm. yeah, like, you know, there is like, okay, it's not, but if it's that, that, that's all we go, then there is a fee to that because it is my consultation, mm-hmm. right? So, and, right. and you know, I love that because that you have somebody on the line with you to help type that up. Like that's really helpful. Right. And then you can mm-hmm. go back to the nonprofit because now you're really a consultant. You're telling them what they need. You're not right. just meeting with them and saying, what do you need me to do? Right. Because sometimes right. they don't know what they need you to do. They just know they need mm-hmm. money. They right. <laughs> so right. Mm-hmm. That's, that's that it. makes you more credible, mm-hmm. I think, too. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it adds right. a layer. So you have mm-hmm. a team. So how do you work with this team? Um, you have two people and I love that you have an editor. I have an editor too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I like to push mm-hmm. a lot of things through them. Um, but right. as far as like, you know, uh, looking at who does what, well, are they all on payroll or, you know, like people might mm-hmm. be coming into this going Holly, but I don't even have money to hire anyone yet. Like, how does that kind of work? <laughs> right? Well, well, one of the ladies, uh, she and I have worked on projects for several years together, at least 10. And so she is yet in the process of starting her own company. So I would just utilize her, you know, from time to time to Mm -hmm. say, hey, okay, this is what I'm working on. I need this, this, this. And she's there, like, fully there. You know, she's just excellent. We work well together. And you know, while she's yet getting hers ready, she's helping me. And so, of course, I'm going to help her get through her process. And she does different things, um, you know, different from what I do. But 
Um, she is very good at, she knows me, she knows how I operate. She knows, um, you know, like that uh, whole event that I did for the community, she was there every step of the way. I, she literally, I called her, I said, hey, I have to do a 5K race in two weeks. I need you to come to the meeting tomorrow. Yeah. She was there. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you just yeah, have her like um, on a contract basis or like you, like an hourly, or is it more like you're just supporting her because you're teaching her? Is it more of that kind of training or is it actually like a financial investment? It's a contract. We yeah. do a contract okay. mm -hmm. for, um, you know, and, and we have a great understanding and I have in my budget a certain amount that I can, you know, pay out or whatever. And she knows that. And we, you know, we just kind of communicate what this looks like. You know, I might say, hey, I got this project we're working on with this company. What's your time frame? How, how can you help? And then I have another um, lady that I went to college with. Uh, again, 20 plus uh, friendship. Uh, she's always there, whatever I need. You know, I might say, hey, I need uh, copies made. I might say, hey, I need you to go do some research mm -hmm. for me. Can you go on the scene with me so we can do an evaluation of what is going on? So, you know, she'll go on, take pictures with me, you know, um, on the scene, you know, mm -hmm. a site visit yeah. and take the pictures and things like that. So, very good. These are people that I, I trust that are loyal and we, you know, they know how I operate. I know how they operate. Yeah. So you have them like through this, this contract. So just when you have the overload, you can tap into these people so you can keep right. your overhead low, right? You don't have people on right. payroll and all that. Like that's a huge right. investment, but you can tap into them when you need them. That's great. Right. Yeah, that's a good relationship. Mm -hmm. And then, so I know mm -hmm. you said that you have a certain uh, formula you wanted to share with us today. Mm -hmm. So do you have mm -hmm. uh, the write it out strategy? And you also have the share, the downloadable that we'll be sharing as well on the on the, on the the link. So you can definitely go there to yeah. check it out. So can you share that with yeah. us? Yeah. So the write it out is simple, but I believe that as a grant writer, as a consultant, and even in our everyday life, you have to write things out. I know everybody is so caught up into, let me get my laptop, let me get my MacBook. But it really comes to life, I believe, when you write it out. So this worksheet allows you, and, and what really made me realize that, Holly, is I was doing a training where I had multi-million dollar companies and their uh, directors from the Boys and Girls Club, college, universities. Uh, I did a training, and I wanted, that was one of the things I did. And 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 the the gentleman or the company that has a multi million dollar company, he said, "Wow, this is amazing." He said, "You know, the last time I looked at my mission statement, and I was like, oh my goodness!" But here he is, mm -hmm. a multi millionaire, and you know, of course he. I guess he didn't need to look at it, but it revitalized something in him that it made him go another avenue with some of the things that he was doing. You know, let's be real. When we write our mission statement out, do we really stick to it entirely? We need to tweak it at some time mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, mm -hmm. so that's why I created the write it out worksheet. Write down your mission again. Revisit your mission. Revisit your um, vision statement and if you're going into an organization to say, I'm going to apply for a grant, you need to do all your research. You need to write it down because to me, when you write it down, you're going to remember it. You're yeah. going to always revisit that piece of paper. 
I don't know. I, I mean, I guess I'm a little old school, if you will. I like a piece of paper and a pen, and I like to fill a book, too. So yeah. um, different, you know, different people, different things, but it has really helped a lot of people, and they keep up with it. Yeah. Like, literally, um, they still have it. You know, they'll say, hey, do you remember to write it out? And I'm like, wow. It was just a simple little worksheet that I, you know, created. I love that. So yeah, you guys can definitely go to the link and get that write it out method. I love that. Um, and you know, there's actually a lot of research that supports that, right? So I've studied a lot of research that shows, yeah, if you actually hand write it rather than just typing it, because now you're reading it again, you're, you know, you're writing it. There's some kind of like brain hand you know what i mean like whatever connection yeah really really cool mm -hmm. so there's it's actually mm -hmm. i feel like there's a huge comeback or a renaissance of mm -hmm. actually handwriting stuff and keeping actual like physical planners like i have a physical planner right. Right? you know what i mean Me too. So, yeah so because it, it is if i just put it somewhere and i think mm -hmm. it's something's going to remind me it's almost like remember back in the day and maybe um i think i'm a little older than you but remember back in the day when we used to have to memorize phone numbers because you know yeah cell phones yes. and, just, yeah. and we would yes. oh, we yes. would yeah we had all those numbers in our head like i knew all yes. my friends phone numbers right so mm -hmm. and today we don't i don't know anyone's phone number like you know no one don't mind. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so wow that's a very great point you're yeah. absolutely right mm -hmm. So it's, it's kind of like that same thing. So I love it. I'm a proponent of this. So I'm super excited to see how this works in the write it out method. Um, but yeah, yeah, this is really exciting. And I just, I, once again, congratulations on your company and where, like, so what are Thank you looking you. at now? Yeah. So you've been around for a while. You've been around for a few years and now you're okay. Okay. Now 2021, mm -hmm. but you know, let's go ahead and just address mm -hmm. the elephant in the room before we wrap up is um, mm -hmm. as a freelance consultant in 2020 during pandemic times, like how, how can you, like you know what have you learned through this process or you know what are you kind of focusing on is there something you're focusing on a little bit more at this point of time that would help enlighten other people who are thinking about becoming freelancers or even those nonprofits that are saying there's no funding out there like what's been your kind of you know story well i think most importantly um over the years i've always remained a student i'm always learning I'm always growing. Um, I shared with you in the beginning, I'm in Dr. Bev Browning's um, cohort. Mm -hmm. And I know you have a cohort. Mm -hmm. So if you're out there and if you're listening, it is very, very important that you get a, you know, get in something that's going to continue your education because we always can learn something new. I know, you know, grant writing is complex. Uh, it can be yet simple if you continue to educate yourself in these areas. So um, I know and I plan to join your next cohort because hey. although I'm in Dr. Browning's, I know I will learn something totally different with, you know, with what you may have. So um, just always be a student, learn, learn, learn. And now uh, during the COVID-19 um, crisis pandemic or whatever, this is the time to start gathering uh, information and building on your brand, if you will. And if you're out there and you don't know, where do I start? I, I listened yeah. to, you know, one of your episodes uh, about grant peer reviewing. And so, and it was federal, um, I think it was, and it yeah. was two outstanding ladies on there. They really had a lot of good insight. One 
had just became a um, peer reviewer. But get in that habit as a freelancer. Put yourself in the uh, network, if you will, and start doing things of that nature so that you can cultivate a relationship with others and collaborate and get things going so you're not just trying to figure out freelancing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You're, you're, you know, what do you call it? You're uh, nurturing what you're trying to do, you know, grow as a freelancer. Right. Right. That's great information. Like as far as to keep learning and, you know, um, I remember even in the 2008 recession, um, you know, a little different, but a lot of it was shut down and I went and got my master's because I was like, well, I can't get a okay. job right now. I'm going to go. <laughs> you know, like, so when yeah. the jobs open back up, I'll be up leveled. Right. You know what I mean? And right. I think that's what mm -hmm. we're kind of encouraging too. like go back to school or mm -hmm. learn online or mm -hmm. do something, invest in right. yourself now because this will right. be forever. I know it feels like mm -hmm. it sometimes, but it's not going to last forever. <laughs> and you want to come out ahead, right? right? You want to, you want right. to come out ahead. So um, the other mm -hmm. thing is, is too, as a freelancer, are you feeling like you're having fewer clients or more or the same or just different needs? You know, are you seeing any changes? So I'll be honest. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm also a loan officer, so I have a full-time job, mm -hmm. but I have literally had to limit my clients right yeah. now because um, I'm in that group as well. And so I have, I think right now I have four clients and uh, on a smaller scale, this, these are more so preparation. Mm -hmm. These are more so I just started my business. Can you help me strategize on my next five years? So things of really more on the consulting side, mm -hmm. business side. But then I have, um, you know, I, I shared this with you. I work with city uh, government manip municipalities. And so they're at one of my uh, clients or they're getting ready to be a client. They want me to do some virtual training. So um, those are some things. I mean, honestly, Holly, if I wanted to, I probably could leave my mm -hmm. job and really boom like I know I can, but yeah. um, I know this is another avenue of growth for me mm -hmm. as well and for my business, if that makes sense. No, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, because, um, and I didn't know what the answer was, as folks, we didn't talk about that beforehand. Like, but I, but I kind of knew in my mind, because I've been reading the market as far as this is a huge industry, this is an opportunity, this is a time, you know, just because, you know, we don't maybe see the money going in the same places as it usually does. There are a lot of grant funds out there. There are a lot of nonprofits mm -hmm. who are getting capacity building money right now. Right. People want them to be prepared. Foundations are knowing that they need some more preparation. There's money to mm -hmm. hire consultants. There's a lot of government money mm -hmm. even coming down to help with capacity training, technical assistance, mm -hmm. that sort of thing, right? So, mm -hmm. um, but it's not, money's not all gone. Grant writing's not dead. Like this is a great booming time to actually get in this industry and to make a lot of impact, to work with a lot of people, right? right? So uh, yeah, that's mm -hmm. really cool that mm -hmm. you've been able to like, I got to limit it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny that you said capacity building because in, so just a little, just about my story of where I'm working at, um, one of my good friends called mm -hmm. me and she was like, Hey, I need you to come help me in the loan department. And I was like, well, you know, I'm doing my business. I really don't want to leave, but if, you know, if you really, really need me and the offer is really good, I'll come. And so, you know, lifelong friend didn't want to, you know, not, you know, make the commitment right. or whatever, but 
right one of the things that I request you know I, I need to still do training mm -hmm. with my you know city you know municipalities mm -hmm. or whatever and so she was okay with that but then COVID came but right before COVID came I, I don't know if you've heard of Albany Georgia it was like one of the main um um cities that got hit by COVID in Georgia mm -hmm. it was mm -hmm. real real high kind of similar to New York but oh, wow. they actually got hit really, really hard. And I literally, the end of February, did a capacity building building training for them. And so now my whole thought is, mm, when those opportunities come back there, mm -hmm. I'm going to be able to, you know, be a, a preferred vendor on their list to go oh, do yeah. training because I went right before COVID-19. And, um, uh, what made me think about it is when you said capacity building, that's exactly what kind of yep. funds they paid me from is the capacity mm -hmm. building. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. There's definitely those types of funds out there to pay um, freelancers and consultants. So it's a good opportunity, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So that's mm -hmm. fantastic. I mean, I just love your story. I love that you do, <laughs> you know, you wear a few hats and that you really contribute mm -hmm. um, to the, you know, just, to the community and you've done so many amazing things. So as we wrap up, I just want to ask you, do you have any uh, final thoughts to share with our listeners today? Um, definitely don't give up. Mm -hmm. Always know that in every day you're going to have challenges. You're going to face obstacles, but I think if you just take a moment and write it out, mm -hmm. you will be successful. Don't get tied up into the complexity that grant writing can bring about, but just kind of take a, a small step approach and keep yourself educated, keep yourself in the know and collaborate with others and network with others. I'm so um, honored to be on the podcast because I reached out on LinkedIn yeah, yeah. <laughs> to Holly. And so, hey, who knows where this may even go? I'm sure we'll always keep contact because, mm -hmm. like I said, I'm going to definitely um, get in on your cohort um, once the waiting list is released. Yeah, 2021. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah, that'll be fun. No, I, I love it, too. I love collaborating with other grant writers um, out there and mm -hmm. freelancers and seeing what they're doing and, and sharing your guys' stories mm -hmm. with others to show inspiration that, hey, you guys can do it, too. Um, you know, we're mm -hmm. doing it. Tawanda's doing it, you know, like you're, you're, it's, it's, a, it's a lucrative thing to do. And um, if you really want to serve nonprofits. So once again, uh, Tawanda Ellis, uh, uh, and that's DNAC360.com. And then also Mirror Mom 360 is her other company. So um, we'll definitely have the downloadable in the link. So if you guys want to jump over, we can um, definitely have that downloadable for the write it out method. So thank you once again for sharing that with everybody. Um, and that is available. So yeah. So once again, Tawanda Ellis, thank you so much for coming on the show and I will hopefully see you back sometime. Thank you, Holly. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to this podcast episode today. I hope you enjoyed it. Miss Tawanda Ellis is amazing. All right. So once again, if you want to grab that downloadable, please jump over to grantwritingandfunding.com forward slash one three nine. And once again, if you enjoyed this podcast, please do me a favor and leave a review on iTunes. Thanks so much.